Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment Podcast, covering your favorite and unknown movies, games, comic books, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with some Urban Dictionary today. Yeah, let's let's pretend I, I have a whole set ready to go, and I'm not digging through these randomly. <laughs> this one just says Rat Queen. Drink rat water and you shall become a, a rat queen. <laughs> I guess that's in the hood. <clears throat> I don't know. You want to be a hood rat. You drink hood water. <laughs> Dirty horchata. A sketchy fuck that goes back on their horchata. <laughs> <laughs> That's horchata's a Mexican drink. Yeah. It's a milk drink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lila Rossi. Lila Rossi. Oh boy, this is a long one. Oh god. The evil ass Italian bitch from Miraculous Ladybug. Sided with Hawk Moth. Threatened Marionette, Chloe, and uh, Kagomi. And lies with her every breath and makes makes rugs look look pathetic. But yeah, my dumbass friend still defends her with the excuse that she's not evil or she's just a child, like several others do for her. Hashtag fuck Lila Rossi. Well god, this lady hates Lila Rossi. Hey man, some characters, they just, they're so good at what they do that they, they just build that ire like Joffrey. Yeah. I know that kid can never work at anything really ever again. <laughs> He's going to have to live off those royalties or dye his hair to where people don't know who he is. Yeah, because he got real typecast. Yeah. Like, it was hard not to see him as anything else. Yeah. Was he in anything else? Uh, I don't know if he was in any other shows or anything. I don't know. Like, so maybe the, some people just like, they they act for a little bit, they make some money, and then they just like, like especially like kids, right? Yeah. They grow up, and they just move, and they, they don't like wash out. They just like maybe move on to something else, like like the what are those kids from Cody and Zach, or like the the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Yeah. yeah. They grew up to they went to college. They 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 studied hard. They went into different endeavors, and they they came back to act a little bit. I mean, think about it. You're only gonna think that that dude that played Jamie Lannister as a. Uh... As an incest loving motherfucker, like man loves him some. <laughs> Let me see what else we can find here. There's got to be something on there. I'm sure there's something stupid and crazy. There's a thousand here. <laughs> you also have to be very careful about what you <laughs> get canceled right off the bat. I'm sure I've said something on the. This is the longest entry I've ever seen. Holy crap! <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Well, maybe I should. What is it? It just says Notre Dame Prep. Notre Dame Prep? Yeah. You know you went to NDP when? Your collection of ribbons grew to be larger than your wardrobe. You still wear your saddle shoes because they are so uh, they are so worn and uncomfortable. Your blue dress has a multitude of holes and rips, and you uh, wouldn't have any in either way. It's like Notre Dame-like uh, alum, I guess. Yeah. But you're only going to get this if you're an alum of Notre Dame. I guess so. <laughs> This poor guy's name is Gio. Small dick, ugly thought. Think girls like him, but he looked like a smush skittle. Smush skittle? Yeah. Tore that man apart. My God. Like, how ugly do you have to look to look like a smush skittle? Man, like a face so flat you can bite a wall. Right, this comedian said it a long time ago. I never forgot that line. <laughs> can you imagine how flat your face had to be to bite a wall? My God. <laughs> fucking hammerhead. <laughs> this is called tampoon fish fishing. When you accidentally fuck your girl while her tampoon is tampa. Did I say tampon? The tampon. While her tampon is on. You went real redneck with that one, didn't you? You know, in tampon. While the tampon. While her tampon is on her pussy, thereby pushing it in deeper in her vagina. Oh god. When you finish intercourse, you have to retrieve the tampon and fish it out of her vagina. Yeah, no, I'm good. I, I don't need that. Damn. Minstrel, minstrel sex is not for me. Sorry. Same. I don't do well with blood. <laughs> you don't do well with a lot of body fluids? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's cycle out. No, wait. Wait. <laughs> Tag along twat. A guy slash girl that is so pathetic they follow other couples around at parties and around school and ruin their fun. I can see that. They don't understand that there's only asked to be ta tag along out of pity and oblivious to realize they're not liked and people always think we die. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Took a little bit of a turn there. A little bit, yeah. You just want him to die? It's like, damn. 
I like I I have the others sitting there when like couples will invite you right, and like you don't want to go because you don't want to be the third wheel and it's de- I, uh, yes. boring as fuck. Yeah, I can definitely pressing as hell too. I never like to be a third wheel. I will never. Ever. I will never be a never. third wheel again. I, again? Never again. Only <laughs> because it was Infinity Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't like that thing. This was called Johnny Depp. Oh, God. When you're giving a guy a blowjob and he comes in your mouth with no warning, you've just been Johnny Depped. <laughs> it's better than Amber Heard Yeah, everything's better than that. <laughs> Where you wake up and she shit beside you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird thing to, uh, like, that's not a rational adult thing to do, is take a dump uh-huh. on a bed. And then say it was the dog. Out of spite. And say it was the dog. Like, that's not a dog-sized shit, ma'am. They don't have a mastiff. You watch those chihuahua, it's like, that chihuahua did not push out that lawn. <laughs> By the way, I was uh, shaking so much trying to get that shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else we got. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope, that's got the end work. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Try reading one of those entries without saying it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeesh. <laughs> uh... Uh, nope. Frundle. Frundle? Female grundle, the narrow strip of skin between the butthole and the snatch. Never heard of a frundle. No. <laughs> you remember this? Boxo porn? Uh, that, that big stash of triple X rated VHS tapes and DVDs that you keep well hidden from your wife? <laughs> from that 40 year old version? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's coming a box of porn. <laughs> oh, the Ouija board. Yeah, it'll definitely invite evil spirits into your home like the exorcist or the evil dead. <laughs> like, does it sound like from experience? Like, yeah. See, I, I don't fuck with any of that, though. It's like, nah, I'm good. I, I, I don't need any bad luck. <laughs> it's like, it's just better not to have the bad luck. Flexible Hungarian. What? The sexual act of sucking your own dick while thinking about the tri- Trion Treaty. Who does that? Huh? What's a tri- uh, T-R-I-A-N-O-N? Trion? Trinon? A Trinon Treaty. A Trinon Treaty? Let me click on it. Oh, God. Trinon, place where young cougar hunters live. So, you're blowing yourself. Well, think about cougars? A place where cougars are. They got the friggin' Treaty of Versailles on here. Was well, it used for every country to take the piss out of uh, Germany and put it into the World War One? The treaty set certain requirements that Germany had to accomplish... Had to agree on in the comments, which were completely unfair to Germany. Made sure Germany had no real choice but to agree. Germany got fucked over. <laughs> it's like a legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> history. Yeah, <laughs> it's an actual definition. That was some nerd that didn't realize that Urban Dictionary has no actual like purpose besides laughing. Bootleg ass. Something similar, fake, or a copy of something or some or someone or something. It's bootlegs. That's a bootleg. People adding extra words. This is the N-word? This is the N-word. They just mean shit. They just rewrote it around. Yes, it's the N-word. <laughs> yeah, this one just says Danny Phantom. Someone you're dating and suddenly replies a lot less. Maybe says that they've been busy, not quite ghosting, but almost. Danny Phantom, huh? That's a good one, though. Call somebody a Danny Phantom. <laughs> Tank sexual. Tankies were only sexually attracted to other tankies. Tanky. Tanky. Uh, is that bad? I'm sorry if it is. <laughs> no, it's not right. Let me look it up. <laughs> it's a slur against people in the Thomas the Tank Engine Twitter fandom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Choo choo. Look at all those fucking tankies walking across the truck. That's fucked up. Why are they going? What's with the? That's a fandom for tw- uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes, there's people that go around following it. Well, good for you, I guess. <laughs> you say as you scroll past all that real fast, <laughs> like fucking tankies. <laughs> Why did that sound like it should be bad? <laughs> it's almost like that old uh, Tosh uh, Daniel Tosh uh, skit where he's like, "Do you find this offensive?" I don't know if you remember that one or not. He did a lot of stuff. When he had a group of different ethnicities, and he's like, does anybody here find this word offensive? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, the most random shit. He was just, like, marking them out when they yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. 
And it was like, it was like, what made it funny was like how like serious he was trying to be, yeah, and how comedic he was saying, but he would he kept such a straight face. But the words he said, it's like like the randomest words. Like he called, he said, "Gobstopper." Gob, uh, is anybody offended whenever I say gobstopper? And a little Asian lady pulled yeah. her hand up. And he's like, really? And he's like, <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that in a long time. You gotta be careful with Tosh.0, though. Sometimes that shit is grotesque. Yeah. There was one really nasty one that I could not watch. <laughs> we'll just think he's got his own podcast now. <laughs> Called The Tosh Show. And he said it's illegally as far away from the word Tosh.0 that he can get without getting sued. Really? He can't use Tosh.0? No. Why? Because Comedy Central owns it. So what about the, the Daniel Tosh show? That's why he calls it Tosh show, because people know Tosh.0, but right. as close as he can get to Tosh.0, so like really. Talk, like Talk Show and Daniel Tosh put together? Yeah. Tosh show? Right. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> And the people that he's interviewed so far is fucking just, it's its stupid. <laughs> he interviewed uh, his wife's gynecologist. He's interviewed uh, his, uh, oh, this lady that is like a uh, a new wave hipster. And then he uh, he interviewed his French friend. French friend? <laughs> just random shit. Bubble sucker. Bubble sucker? <laughs> what? The unfortunate consequence of too much air being blown up the anus during the act of giving a rim job, resulting in gases being omitted back into the giver's mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, that one gotcha. <laughs> it's almost as bad as falling and shit. No, it's not nothing. It's bad as fucking falling in literal shit. Yeah, but this shit might fall on you. God. They start giving you give that person a bubble gift. That one's race. Not that. <laughs> this word I'm looking at. <laughs> You go through it's like that's racist. <laughs> I can't do that one. No, no, no. Urban Dictionary has quite a few racist injuries. Involuntary protein spill. The British for jizzing in your pants. Oh God. I don't know. How do you actually just bust in their own? Uh. Yeah, like that. Have some self control. Just busting. It's like you're standing in line. All of a sudden, <laughs> everyone's looking at you while you're standing there. <laughs> Eight fucking deep line. Spilling the coconut. Oh boy. Using the spoon to separate the lips of the vagina and then using the spoon to eat her vaginal fluids like a soup. Ew. Nah, I'm good. I'm good with all the fluid shit. Dreams. We'll let that one go. Huh? Let me see. How many we got so far? We good? Yeah, we're good. I gotta do one more. This one just says Subway Asshole. The obnoxious fucker replaced Jared Fogel on Subway's TV commercials. <laughs> I'm, okay, would you rather have a Subway Asshole or Pedophile? Your choice. I mean, how bad was the Subway Asshole? <laughs> That's what this guy seems to be <laughs> trying to say. Like, wait a minute, now, hold on now. <laughs> but he lost it on <laughs> Subway's sandwich. <laughs> Of all things. I bet she's getting a lot of footlongs in prison. <laughs> Five dollar footlongs. <laughs> do the commercial, Jared. Oh, come on. I did eight times. Do do, do the commercial. <laughs> and then make him hold up a pair of, uh, of overweight pants. <laughs> and we have to do the $5 footlong. <laughs> He's got to do the jingle. He can't just say it. He's got to do the full song. <laughs> that would be... You know, you know he probably has like... Uh, if we're being honest, he's got like, like his shirt tucked over the, the, the rim so it like it just cups his titties. So he's just bending, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's pushing. I can already tell. That's why I'll never forget the South Park thing where they said, you know, we do have one white person here. And they let him out. And I was like, Jared? Yeah, Jared freaking Jared goddamn Fogel. And he would like put a sandwich right on his crotch yeah. and then just smash it in your face because your, your face was level to his crotch. <laughs> it was like a special attack. I played the shit out of that game. Uh, <laughs> South Park, the fractured butthole. Yep. I got so good at it that I had played it on the hardest difficulty with the hardest character, a black. <laughs> I, I do find that funny. The, the difficulty goes by how dark, you know? dark your skin is. <laughs> Pretty fucked up. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is uh, Morgan Freeman won't fight you if you're black. Really? 
Yeah, like you like you hit him as much as you want, right? Right. He's like, I don't, you, you don't want to do that, new kid. They don't try it, new kid. And then I, I, I went back to the guy that lets you change your skin color. I made myself Hispanic like me. Went back there and he beat the shit out of me. <laughs> he's the hardest boss in the game. He's a secret boss and he's a fucking beast. <laughs> Just fucked you completely up. He did. It took a lot, but you know, with my strategies and my, you know, tactics, I was good to go. It was a, it was a war of attrition. I once had Butters lose his health. He lost his full health, like it's an achievement. He he got into a fight, and if your character could lose their their full amount of health, mm -hmm. so let's say the health is like one thirty nine, if they lose one thirty nine times five, in the entire match you get the achievement. I had Butters on it on. He was basically a corpse standing. <laughs> he, he got stomped the fuck out, and I would not let him die. I kept reviving. <laughs> Like I don't know if I can keep going, new kid. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna get real fucked up. <laughs> he took such a fucking beating. He would be like on two points of health, and I'd rev I'd uh, fill him up again. And he would just because he was a buffer, so I, my the other, my other team could fight the people down below. Yeah. And he kept the boss up top busy. <laughs> he was just getting the shit beat out of him, like the actual show. Yeah, constantly getting fucked up until I had enough. Uh, until I beat them down enough, the the lower guys to f circle the boss. But man, Butters, <laughs> he's a trooper. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm feeling real bad right now, new kid. <laughs> I don't know my. Oh please, Eric, I don't know. <laughs> my bottom's real sore. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever seen that episode, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I guess that's it for definitions. Alrighty, for honor. Cancel us at your will. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be somebody that tries. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, for our little recap today, uh, we have Fairy Tale episodes 1 through 10. Cool. Because if I go any past that, it's, it's quite a few episodes. So <laughs> I'm not going to be doing all of them. Uh, it's the first little small arc of Fairy Tale, which is 10 episodes. Yeah. Make it easier for everybody. Kind of give you an idea of what the show is. Uh, I think we've done episode one a while back. Yeah. It was the Slayer guy. Yep. Not too, not too drag Neil. So, uh, episode one is called The Fairy Tale. Uh, Lucy Hartphilia, a celestial wizard who wants to join the Fairy Tale Wizards Guild, is nearly hypnotized by a flirtatious wizard named Salamander and to become in one of his admirers. She is inadvertently saved by Natsu Dragneel and his cat partner, Happy. <laughs> uh, they mis because they mistake. Uh, Salamander for Igneal, a fire dragon that they were searching for at this point. Although Lucy buys the two travelers a Millis thanks, they feel indebted and promise to re properly repay her at some point. Later, Salamander invites Lucy to a yacht party in exchange for membership into the fairy tale guild, intending to smuggle her and other young girls he has kidnapped. Jesus Christ. <laughs> to a, like an Epstein Island. It's like Gary Fogel. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, Natsu and Happy rescue Lucy again and expose Salamander as the imposter named Bora. Natsu defeats Bora with Dragon Slayer magic, revealing himself to be the real Salamander, or nicknamed Real Salamander, and unwittingly destroys the port in the process. The higher port. Good job. <laughs> he then invites Lucy to actually join Fairy Tale, which he, she happily accepts as they flee from the in intervening army. <laughs> It's like just the end of the episode, just them booking it while the entire army chases them. <laughs> episode two is called Fire Dragon, Monkey, and Bull. Fire Dragon, Monkey, and Bull. Yeah. So Natsu and Happy bring Lucy to the Fairy Tale Guild Hall in Magnolia, which is the town that Fairy Tale Guild is in, where they, she officially joins the guild. Lucy overhears a young boy named Romeo Conbolt arguing with the guild master Makarov over the disappearance of his father, Makio. Or, yeah, Makayo, yeah. I'm trying to remember how it was pronounced in the show. Uh, sympathizing with Romeo due to the disappearance of Igneo, his own father, Natsu sets out to find Makayo himself, with Lucy and Happy accompanying him. The three encounter a monkey-like Vulcan monster, which is like a gigantic ape, basically. They call them Vulcan monsters, though. God dang, darn apes. <laughs> uh, the monster kidnaps Lucy. Natsu, allows the Vulcan, uh, Natsu follows the Vulcan to the cave, but is thrown outside into a, into a crevice. So the monkey grabs him and just tosses him out of the cave. <laughs> Lucy summons her bull's celestial spirit, Taurus, to fight the Vulcan. 
but Natsu re-enters the cave and knocks out Taurus, whom he mistakes for another monster. <laughs> Natsu defeats the Vulcan, the Vulcan eventually and discovers it to be Makio, trans transformed, basically. He's uh, being possessed by that monster. Uh -huh. After Makio is healed, Natsu, Lucy, and Happy reunite him with his son, Romeo, at the end of the episode. But it's just like a pure comedy episode. Because Nazi's always doing stupid shit, just running in for no reason. And then the, the celestial spirit Taurus is obsessed with Lucy. Like he's in love with her. Where he's like, show me that body, Lucy. Oh, God. It's like you if you were the bull. What? I am a decent gentleman. I would never. <laughs> Come on, show me them titties. Cut <laughs> them titties down. Uh, episode three is called Infiltrate the Everloo Mansion. So Natsu and Happy appear uninvited with, uh, within Lucy's new apartment, where they're just there. <laughs> they just show up. Just keep the door down. Well, she is settling in. Uh, Lucy demonstrates her magic by sub uh, summoning a celestial spirit that she names Plu, who suggests that uh, the three who suggests that the three wizards form a team. Natsu tricks Lucy into accepting a job to steal a book entitled Daybreak from a repulsive owner, Duke Everloo which requires you to be hired as a maid. <laughs> so he's like, hey, we, we can do this job, but you have to dress up as a maid to get in. <laughs> so he basically forces her to do it, tricks her into doing it. Uh, they arrive at the town of Shirosumi and learn that their client, Cabby Melon, has changed the job to destroying the book and greatly increases the reward to 2 million jewels, which is their currency. Uh, when Everloo rejects Lucy and insults her appearance, the three infiltrate his mansion and steal the book. He basically says, you're not my type. Because she's supposed to be like the hot girl in the, the anime itself. Mm -hmm. But he likes uh, women that are like just god-awful ugly. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what you would expect of a creep. He's like, oh god, you're so unattractive. <laughs> and then you look at the woman that's uh, the maids that he does like, and they all look like apes. Jeez. Oh, like just god awful, hairy armed, and ugly. <laughs> so uh, Lucy flees into the sewers and discovers the book's hidden secrets before Everly catches her. While Natsu defeats Everly's bodyguards, the Vanish Brothers. That's uh, the, this group that is his bodyguard. The Vanish Brothers? The Vanish Brothers. Ninja. We vanish. It's just like a comedy group of idiots. Uh, episode four is called uh, Dear Cabby. So in this episode, Lucy learns that the Everloo blackmailed Daybreak's deceased author, Kimu Zalion, into writing the book for him while in solitary confinement for three years. Lucy summons her crow spirit, Cancer, since she's a celestial wizard. She basically, uh, she can summon uh, celestial beings, basically, like from another realm to aid her, basically, that she forms contracts with. The most uh, powerful are Zodiac signs. And she possesses a few of those keys. So, Cancer is another. So, she has Taurus. She needs a Capricorn. <laughs> That's all she needs. She gets that eventually later on down the road. So, yeah. It, it's a goat that dresses in a men in black suit. With, nine, with sunglasses. Nine-inch penis. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, a goat with a men in black suit. <laughs> so, Lucy summons her crab spirit, Cancer, where he's a hairdresser. So you got the bull, which is Taurus, and he carries this uh, axe, but he's also a perv. And then you have the cancer. He's got these little scissors. He's a hairdresser. Get them highlights in. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, against the uh, Everloo, prompting the Duke to summon his own Virgo, a monstrous maid spirit, <laughs> to the shock of Bo. Because <laughs> it's just a god-awful looking maid. <laughs> Where he's like, Ugh. Uh, Natsu appears alongside Virgo after grabbing onto her from upstairs. While Natsu and Lucy defeat Everloo and Virgo, they return Daybreak to Cabby, Kimu's son, who intends to preserve his father's honor by burning the book. However, Lucy reveals that the book is secretly Kimu's memoir written for Cabby, persuading him to keep the book. To Lucy's dismay, Natsu realizes that Cabby has no money and declines the two million jewel reward. So he's like, no, 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 it's fine, keep it. I, I, the money. <laughs> On their way home, the three defeat a band of dark wizards along their guildmate, uh, along with their guildmate Gray Fullbuster. One of the wizards utters lullaby before a magic shadow engulfs them. That's how the episode ends. Is that like a like a placebo or like one of those like uh, tablets to, to kill themselves? <laughs> lullaby. <laughs> Burst into flames. 
No, no, it's a, it's another arc that happens <laughs> later on. Uh, episode five is called The Wizard in Armor. So we start off, Erza Scarlet, fairy tale's strongest female wizard and disciplinarian, returns to the guild after an extended absence. To the guild's shock, Erza recruits Natsu and Grey to help her stop the dark guild Eisenwald from acquiring Lullaby, a demon flute that kills all who listen to the music. Hmm. So that's what Lullaby is. It's a jigglypuff with the lethal effect. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, the guild's administrator, uh, Mira Jane Strauss, implores Lucy to help uh, keep Natsu and Grey from fighting and angering Urza. Arriving at the town of Onibus, Natsu is accidentally left on the train and assaulted by Kagiyama, a shadow wizard from Eisenwald. Unable to fight back due to his motion sickness, because he gets sick every time he gets on anything that moves, like just starts vomiting everywhere. Damn. <laughs> Natsu catches a glimpse of Lullaby before his friends rescue him. Kagiyama delivers Lullaby to Eisenwald's leader, Eregor, who plans to use the flute for an assassination plot. Episode 6 is called Fairies in the Wind. The fairy tale wizards chase Eisenwald to a train station in Oshibana, believing that Eregor intends to broadcast Lullaby's song through the station speakers to kill innocent civilians. While Natsu and Grey follow Eregor, Erza single-handedly defeats most of the remaining wizards with her magic weapon Arian armor. <laughs> so just on her own, she fucks everybody else up. Uh, after Erza evacuates the city, Aragorn traps her and other wizards inside an impenetrable wind barrier before flying away. Meanwhile, Grey learns that uh, Eisenwald wizard Rayul, uh, that wizard, uh, God, if I can't even speak, Grey learns that the Eisenwald wizard Rayul, that Aragorn's true targets are Makarov and the other legal guildmasters at a conference in the nearby town of Clover. So basically, uh, fairy tales uh, guild leader and the guild leader of all the other normal guilds are on one town having a conference, and their plan is to use the flute to kill all of them. Hmm. Damn, <laughs> it's well, it's darker than you would expect. We quite the chaos around the nation. I'm assuming. Yeah, pretty much because if all the guild leaders yeah. are dead, all the guilds kind of fall apart a little bit. Uh, episode seven is called Flame and Wind. Natsu defeats Kakiyama, who Erza determines has the ability to dispel the wind barrier trapping them inside Oshibana Station. Before she can threaten Kagiyama into cooperating, he is seriously injured by his guildmate, Karaka, in an attempt to silence him. As the group thinks of another way out, Happy remembers that Virgo had given her given him her key to relay to Lucy. So since Virgo is one of the celestial wizards, she's like, here, give Lucy my key. So that way she can form a contract with Lucy. Uh, who summons Virgo, and uses the spirit's power to burrow out of and beneath the barrier. Because that's Virgo's special ability is she can dig. Dig? <laughs> like, dig like a dwarf. Kind of, yeah. It's like she just, she spins around like a fucking drill. Get out of Like the most out of uh, what you would think is going to happen. Wonder Woman spinning to find your costume type of spin. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, the fairy tale wizards take pity on Kagiyama and bring him along as well. Natsu and Happy catch up with Aragorn as he flies towards Clover and battle him. Aragorn surrounds himself with a barrier of wind to, to negate Natsu's attacks. Episode 8 is called The Strongest Team. Angered by his inability inabil <laughs> to breach Aragorn's wind armor, Natsu intensifies his flames and dissipates Aragorn's spill uh, spell with the heat defeating him so basically he without even if anybody knows one piece obviously we've covered one piece multiple times but uh luffy is kind of like lucky on certain things that happen to him natsu's almost the same way uh, like things happen and it's like he does things without knowing they're gonna happen so like he, he gets really pissed which causes him to create higher intensity flames which scientifically forces the wind to create a draft and it goes up with the flames and away from this other wind magician. I was well, that was like just a, a subconsciously adept fighter. Yes, yes. Uh, when Natsu's friends catch up with him, Kagiyama takes Lullaby from Aragorn and escapes to Clover on their magical-fueled car to carry out Eisenwald's plot. As he prepares to kill the guild, uh, to kill the guildmasters outside the conference hall, he is found by Makarov, who persuades him to surrender. However, the flute is revealed to contain a gigantic demon created by the ancient dark wizard Zeref, who emerges from the flute and attempts to kill the guildmasters, <laughs> uh, regardless, on its own. So it's uh, 
it turns into literally a gigantic monster, <laughs> the flute itself. Um, Natsu, Gray, and Erza vanquish the demon and rescue the guild masters, but accidentally demolish the conference hall in the process. So they fall in a vat of shit. <laughs> they just create rubble. Okay. <laughs> Uh, episode nine is called Natsu Discovers a Village or Devours a Village. Uh, I'm like, he just finds it. I think, oh, this village. Episode ends. <laughs> when returning home from Clover, the starving fairy tale wizards stumble upon a deserted village with freshly prepared meals lying about. Erza suspects something amiss and sends the others to find mushrooms in the nearby forest, resulting in giant mushrooms sprouting from Natsu, Gray, and Happy's heads after the three eat them. Weird. Meanwhile, Erza and Makarov discover a magic circle that transforms everything in the village into giant monsters, which the wizards attempt to eat, only to find them inedible. Eat? Yes. Eat a circle? What, what, what turns them into monsters? Uh, they try, they, uh, it turns the village into giant monsters, which the wizards attempt to eat, only to find out them inedible. It's like, food! Like, monsters, they're gonna literally oh, eat monsters. Okay, okay. Like, they're fucking out of their minds, but yes. The mushrooms, <laughs> you're messing with the brain, huh? Yes. As they are nearly devoured, Makarov lifts the spell and frees the villagers trapped inside of the monsters. Episode 10 is called Natsu versus Erza. After returning to Magnolia, Natsu duels Erza as a test of strength. However, as an emissary from the Magical Council interrupts the duel and arrests Erza for charges, or for damages caused during Fairy Tale's conflict with Eisenwald, <laughs> she gets arrested for their damage, basically. <laughs> Seagrain, uh, a council member, warns that Erza should keep her shared past a secret. Makao disgo- uh, disguises himself as Natsu as a favor for saving his life, allowing Natsu to storm the council headquarters and rescue Erza. However, he discovers that Erza is merely standing a mock trial for the ca- uh, council to assert their authority, and the two are forced to spend the night in a cell. So it's all for show for the most part. It wasn't like they were actually going to do anything to her. They were just keeping her there as like a show to... Um, the country that they're doing something. <laughs> like, yeah, they destroyed a council building. They destroyed a resident. Right, it's all for show. Uh, Natsu tries to resume their match at the guild the next day, but she quickly defeats him with a single punch. Still determined to prove himself, Natsu takes an S-class job rank, uh, request with Happy against Makarov oh, against Makarov's permission. Lucy joins them after discovering that the reward includes a zodiac key that she wants to collect. Yeah, so she goes with him. An S rank mission over there. Yeah. Those are legit. It really is for this world. <laughs> like, you actually have to, to be able to. You, you have to be pretty high ranked. Yeah. And that's how that episode ends, so. That's all 10 of the first episode to Fairy Tale. Fairy Tale is done with. Yep. It's a. It, it's kind of like a One Piece Naruto kind of combination. Like, it's got a lot of uh, Shonen style combat and stuff like that it's not it, it, but the only thing that the only uh knock i'll give it is there's a lot of um plot devices mm-hmm. where it's like plot armor uh-huh like le- mostly later on where it's like the power of friendship dude. oh one of those oh boy not not to a too far of a degree it's not like a um it's not like captain universe level but <laughs> it, it there's some that comes up in that show captain but- planet <laughs> the power of love. Yeah, no. You remember that? <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. Uh, all right. Uh, ready for Reddit? Mm-hmm. All right. First one is by the Bogart. <laughs> the Bogart? What is he? He holds the Moria in its sway? What? I know. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, these are all today I fucked ups. So we're away from retail for this week. This person puts, this happened many years ago. But I was still a young man in college. But the story actually starts about 18 years before that, whenever I was a baby. My God. I know. <laughs> He's going back real far here. That's a world building to do. <laughs> like most kids, I hated getting soap in my eyes in the bath. Even the gentle baby shampoo would send me into a rage. My dad, being the intrepid problem-solving sort with a uh, penchant for over-engineering, came up with a sort of 360-degree visor that my hair would stick through. Then, they could wash my hair, and the soapy water would just roll off. It was great. Put some goggles on it. What? It kind of looked like a flower on my head, so my parents would say I was flowering while showering. Sheesh. Eventually, the OG visor got mildew and was disposed of. My dad made a few more over the years. He ultimately stopped 
when he decided that I should be able to wash my hair without getting soap in my eyes, but I wasn't having any of it and started making my own. Over time, flower hats, for this exact purpose, became mass-produced, and I switched over to just buying them as needed. Never got soap in my eyes, it was great. Well, by the time I was 20 and living in my own apartment in college, I still hadn't kicked the old flower hat. I was flowering while showering every day, living my best life. I don't understand. Like, you just don't... Just wash your fucking hair. What is all the extra devices? Because he's scared to get something in his eyes. By the age of 20. Closed your fucking eyes. You don't have eyelids? He's on a stair. Is he one of those that can't close his eyes in a bathroom? Maybe. That's the He is so overcomplicated with his bullshit. Yeah. So I was flowering while showering every day, living my best life. Cue a cute girl staying at my place and suggesting that we take a shower together before fucking. She asked me to wash her hair and brush conditioner through it. Which, uh, here comes the flower hat. Uh, how sexy will that look, baby? <laughs> which apparently felt really good to her. It was a major turn on. When I was done, she offered to wash my hair. I didn't think that, <laughs> I didn't think that would do anything for me, but I said, sure. I then reached out of the shower for the drawer where I kept my flower hat and put it on. <laughs> at first, she laughed and thought I was joking, even after I explained what it was. But then, I think she noticed how it kind of looked weird and old and used, and that it would be strangely elaborate to keep a flower hat in my bathroom for the occasional joke. <laughs> to her credit, she washed my hair while I wore it. You should marry that woman, because there's no fucking way. We, did, we didn't end up having sex that night. No, no, you don't know, you don't say, bro. <laughs> she didn't find you attractive after you put your fucking cap on. <laughs> I tore her block shirt on. Cause your dumb ass can't close your fucking eyes. <laughs> I can't remember her explanation, but after she left the next morning, she didn't return any of my calls or any messages. <laughs> no shit. I didn't stop flowering while showering immediately after that. Oh, wait, she stopped fucking saying that. that she's going to be burned in my fucking brain, flowering while showering <laughs> for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> flowering while showering. My kids are going to be like, Dad, can we get these flowers? Can you close your fucking eyes? I just rub fucking some in their fucking eyeballs. <laughs> now you know what it feels like. I'll show you flower and wash. <laughs> I would just say, oh, I washed my hair already if the situation came up again. But whenever I met my now wife, I knew it was time to give it up. So I no longer flower while I shower. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I just live with the occasional pain of getting soap in my eyes. Bro, just, what the fuck is he talking about? What the fuck is he talking about? He is driving me insane. Why is he? How are you doing soap in your eyes? Yeah, just close your fucking eyes. What is it? I don't understand what the fuck he is talking about. I've never gotten soap in my eyes like that. No, it's a, if, it, if it happens, it's just an accident. You rub your face with the fucking water. What? What what is he fucking? Does he have his fucking eyes bolted open? Yeah, like the whole fucking time. <laughs> but that was by far. If if I had a comment on there, I'd be like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Just close your fucking eyes. You know what I mean? Like there has got to there, there cannot be real. People are stupid. But you better believe whenever I have I had kids, I immediately got them flower hats. I bet you won't wear fucking lives too, yeah. My wife thinks they're brilliant. She had no idea of my dark past. And every once in a while, I look at my kids' flower hats, and I hear them calling to me, beckoning me to don them. <laughs> I haven't succumbed yet, but I think it's only a matter of time. No weird. He wants to flower while he showers again. <laughs> now you're never going to forget flower while showering. Flower while showering. <laughs> what a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, next one is by... And he has kids, too? I know. To carry on this dumb gene. This dumb tradition. Next one is by Ugly Duckling 2005. <laughs> so we know when he was, when he was born. Um, this person puts, I'm 18. I had been fantasizing about an escort so I could finally get laid. I had a three-hour window today with no one home. I live with my mom, and she would kick my ass if she caught me. I found an average-looking, big-titty ass woman. Wait, wait, wait! No, you're you're telling me he wanted to hook up with an escort. Fine, you do what you do. You got the if you got the money. You're telling me you had a window of three hours in your house. Why don't you just go to a hotel room? I'm sure she would find one. 
if you if you couldn't, I what what compels people to do the dumbest thing they can think of? Yeah, that's kind of what he did though. So he found a big titty ass woman on a website with a decent price of a hundred dollars that lived in a better area of town. So she lives in a better spot than they did. <laughs> well, <laughs> she must be making bank. So I used Uber to get there. I had a BBBBJ. BBBBJ. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck that's that fuck is up. Is that literally what it says on there? Yes. How many B's is it? Three. BBBJ. <laughs> now you're going to wonder what that stands for. going to haunt me for the rest of my life. You got a BBBBJ. Does he have a stutter or something? <laughs> then fucked for the condom. Mind you, I'm a virgin, so putting on a condom was new. I did have a general idea of how. Asked her if it looked okay, she said yes. The moment I entered was so anticlimactic. I was expecting heaven whenever I entered, but it just felt exactly like my $20 pocket from Amazon. At least, at least you know it's nothing uh, you're not going to be used to. Uh, it honestly didn't feel that good, but I just went with the flow. We did missionary, doggy, and cowgirl. Then back to missionary. As I was pulling out to take a breather, I noticed that there was no condom anymore. Well, she, she, she's a fucking disintegrator. <laughs> worth the ones for dollars. Look at her juices just melted her away. <laughs> she, now standing up, pulls it out of her vagina. <laughs> kind of laughs it off and says, how did that happen? We then do BJ. As that was her last condom, the beach <laughs> for like 20 minutes, and I couldn't finish for the life of me. I say it's all good in the end. Now I'm scared shitless that I have an STD or STI. What do I do? Um, go to a doctor. Don't hire a whore. That'd be your first for a hundred dollars. Hey, you, you gotta go up in price on that one. Like at least, at least a couple grand. <laughs> Get yourself a good one. You bought a hundred dollar whore. A hundred dollars is not enough. You know what I mean? Uh, next one is by Dr. Knight098. This person puts, My wife loves the way I smell after I shower. She tells me this, so this is nothing new. After we got off work today, I helped her make dinner because she was too tired. This is normally her responsibility in the household as she is the chef and I am not. She was really thankful and after eating and laying on me, uh, got turned on. I fed into it and started dirty talk, nibbling her ear, kissing her, her neck, and groping her. We're on the couch touching each other, preparing to get into the main core, she whispered. Uh, I want something. To me, so I looked in her eyes, and with seriousness of King addressing his troops, say, Do you want my PP? <laughs> she recoiled in disgust and said to forget it. This happened two weeks ago, and she's still refusing to do anything sexual with me. I'm getting desperate. Well, I don't really see what what I did was that bad. Any advice on how to fix my mistake would be appreciated. Edit. His name is Vladimir, not Mr. Winky. <laughs> Vladimir. <laughs> His penis. <laughs> he named it Vladimir for the Impaler. Mine's always been uh, Priapus. <laughs> like, got a cock. All right, next one is by... Um, uh, we'll see. Hello. I, I don't want to fucking... Fuck the name. I'll fuck it up. This sucks. That bad, huh? Bye. Bunch of letters that don't go together. So, this person puts context. I'm 26. My mom and I uh, were not close while I grew, was growing up. And to be honest, we still aren't. This is actually in 7th or 8th grade. My friends and I were eating lunch in the cafeteria. And someone started squirting ketchup onto their food. And someone said, hey, it looks like pre-cum. And everyone laughed. I kind of chuckled to uh, seem like I knew what it meant. Ketchup? The water. Oh, the water one? Okay. I'm like... The water that comes out first? I hope so. <laughs> you better go to a doctor. Your pre-cum is red. <laughs> uh, but I had no clue what they meant and thought pre-cum was a word related to something mundane. But that was supposed to be... Uh, it's supposed to be funny. Very sheltered, I know. Yeah. You know the story. I mean, it's the structure of a story, right? Yeah. If you know stories, you know how this is going. And yeah. the fact that he brought up his mom before the story... And then he the inciting incident being the precum thing. Yeah, I can already tell. Yes, he's gonna ask his mom what it is. No. Uh, anyway, later that week, I was eating dinner with my mom, dad, and sister, and I don't remember what we ate, but ketchup was part of it. My mom started squeezing the ketchup bottle, and the red liquidy part started coming out. I laughed a little bit and pointed to it. Said, "Those look precum." <laughs> she looked at me, kind of puzzled, and then pretended like I didn't say anything. The fuck did you say? <laughs> 
I was sad that the joke didn't land, but I chalked it up to her maybe not being in a good mood. When I found out what pre-cum actually was a year or so later, I remember the con- that conversation with my mom and was mortified. About 12 years after that initial conversation, I brought it up to see if she remembered. I hadn't seen her laugh that hard in a long time. Apparently, she didn't even remember that conversation. I couldn't believe it. I was so embarrassed for so long that she didn't even remember the damn conversation. Go figure. <laughs> so, oh, I, I didn't remember that. <laughs> uh, next one is by Paul's Boy. This person, <laughs> P-A-W-S, Paul's. Oh, Paul's Boy. Yeah. This person put, I went to the gym early in the morning because I couldn't sleep. I have a problem with getting dizzy fatigue whenever I go to the gym, so I figured I'd pick up a snack and some drinks to keep me going. After I picked up a few things, I noticed a protein shake. I had no idea how to read Japanese, but the giant 21 gram of protein caught my eye. 21 grams of protein, my God. <laughs> you couldn't read it like you couldn't. Like a straight shot. <laughs> I picked it up because it was simple and quick uh, and biked to the gym a uh, block down. I spent a few hours there, and towards the end, I noticed my stomach wasn't feeling all right. I went to the bathroom and dropped some weight, and whenever that didn't work, I had to cut my workout short and bike back home. At this point... Bike back home, huh? With your stomach just fucking all growling. <laughs> Man, that would, must have been quite the bike ride. <laughs> Trying to keep your fucking butt cheeks clenched on the seat. At this point, I thought I, I thought it was just bloating. I've drank a variety of protein shakes before and never had this issue, but I've heard of it. I get home and decide it's a good idea to give my lady some good morning time fun. Halfway through, I notice the change. It's no longer just gas. I feel like I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I rush to the bathroom and pass by a mirror, and it literally looks like I'm pregnant with twins. I hop on the toilet and expecting some gas and full-on liquid shit comes pouring out of me. It's so loud, my wife comes and asks him, what can I Jesus Christ, are you fucking dying in there? <laughs> Just, oh. I'm still here, and I've been on this toilet for God knows how long. I can't feel my legs. It's not stopping. Jesus, what are you, goddamn Danny Glover in uh, Lethal Weapon, what, 2? <laughs> I have no idea what did this to me. I will never drink a Japanese protein shake again. Oh. Man, no, I should said laxative with 21 grams of probably something like that. No, if he's up to drink, who knows what the fuck it was? Something I didn't agree with. No kidding. <laughs> uh, next one is by SM Chatton. SM Chatton, <laughs> yeah. The person piss. this happened last night. I've been chatting with a sexy Italian woman I've met on Tinder. She came over for a drink and we started making out. She then proceeded to drop to the floor and give me a porn star-worthy blowjob, which included deep throat and gagging. Can I find any? Wait, man, you can't gag on a deep throat, can you? Like, once you once you lose the gag reflex, it's gone. Yeah, that's true. Uh, lying motherfucker. <laughs> my phone was pinging with notifications, so I reached across the couch and proceeded to turn it off, or so I thought. Admitted into her sucking and me moaning, as I get the best head of my life, I hear someone talking. I look across at my phone and see I have dialed triple zero, Nine eleven, nine one one equivalent in Australia. Triple zero, huh? You okay, sir? I hear moaning and screaming. <laughs> on a Pixel phone, there is an emergency icon right next to the power button, and I'd hit the other one in mistake. My eyes bulge out of my head like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, and I fumble <laughs> to turn it off while trying not to let my date see. After sex, I tell the I tell my date over pillow talk about what happens, and we both start laughing. As those calls are recorded, I imagine dispatcher calling, sharing the tape with her co-workers. Laughing their asses off. And having a laugh as they listen to me receiving a stellar blowjob. And last one for Reddit today. We have a uh, gain, gain, and throw away. <laughs> this person puts, my schedule cleared up today. So I decided to throw on my Christmas playlist and make myself a proper Sunday morning breakfast, ass naked of course, like God intended. I pop some hash browns into the air fryer, whisk a few eggs. I hope, I hope the naked bit has to has to do with the story. He just didn't just throw it in for just randomly. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted you to know he's making breakfast naked. Want you to know I'm butt ass naked. <laughs> Make a quick cup of joe. Take a, li- a nice long sip. It was some damn good coffee. Local roaster, fair trade, all that jazz. I savored it for about three seconds before I felt some gas trying to break free. I'm not one to hold in a fart, of course, so I let it rip. I heard a splatter on the kitchen tile. <laughs> wow. That's right, reader. I just shat the most watery shit ever on my kitchen floor. There is still liquid shit dribbling out of my asshole. And I felt a full-on geyser about to explode. 
So I did what anyone would do. I clenched my I clenched my asshole tighter than a first time bottoms and hobbled all the way to the nearest bathroom. Needless to say, I shat my brains out as soon as I made my ass met the toilet. But I still had had to deal with the trail of shit splatter that I left in my wake. Not to mention the half prepared breakfast that I shat myself making. Jesus. I am ashamed to say that I did cook and eat that breakfast, including the coffee. Currently about to uh, bleach the fuck out of my kitchen and uh, put on some underwear. Don't blame him. <laughs> it's like now you're deciding to put on fucking underwear? What the fuck do people eat where they just fucking blow ass? I don't know. Like, I've never blown ass to that level in my life. <laughs> just randomly? Yeah, just randomly sitting like, hmm, what's a good cup? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just sitting like, hey, John, how you been into that? Oh, my asshole. <laughs> I blew up my ass, so that's what I did. Like, I never understood, like, people just blowing ass. Like, you just, like, like, like what the fuck happened? I don't know. I've never done that. But... Their ass is so fucking used from anal sex that it, like, it just fucking just blows out. Just random from a, knee, from a sneeze? Like, I took a sneeze and I shit myself. <laughs> I don't understand. I really do not understand. I don't either. It's just, like, random fucking dumps people have, like, in, the in like, the... I don't know. I mean, out of all the Reddit... That we've ever read on here, how many times have people done that? They're fucking blown ass cheeks for no reason. I hope they're just exaggerating, but I don't think they are. That was the scary part. Like I've been able to always hold it in. If, if I, when I really had to go, I could still hold it. Yeah, but I mean, I've, I just it just blows out, huh? Like as soon as you hit that toilet, like just that's whenever it all happens. Yeah, that's when I, like it finally just triggers out, but. I never just been like, I would never be like, like fighting a boss on Dark Souls. I lose, I shit myself. Like that one that we read about that guy that was working at his desk where he was gripping onto it, holding, trying to hold it in. That's more relatable. Yeah, he was holding that bitch like, like, like he was trying to hold the last, of, like he was trying to hold on to the last rabbit of Titanic. Like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get out of here. He's like, God, no, not now. He was all sweat coming down. He was holding that shit in. It felt almost like a word. Hold the door. Hold yeah, the door. basically. <laughs> like leaving a dent in those fucking desks. <laughs> just gripping through it. God. <laughs> that I understand, but just like yeah. just blowing it out. Just sit there drinking coffee. Just yeah. You just fucking you just shit yourself. <laughs> you guys need to get a better fiber diet or something. I don't know. Oh my God. But that's all I've got tonight. Anything else to add before we head on out of here? Yeah, uh, wear some underwear. For the love of God, please. <laughs> if you if you if you just randomly shit yourself a lot, just wear some something before. And make sure they're like really snug underwear. That way, shit don't leak out. Yeah, it's weird that you guys just be shitting for no or, reason. Or just start wearing adult diapers. Like maybe you need some. I don't know. Like drink a cup of mm, some good ass coffee. Oh fuck, I shit myself. You know, like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with people now. Like you said, they're, they're like, maybe it is normal. We're not. Maybe because it seems like everyone's just fucking here, like, yeah, I, I just shit myself. I don't know. And they're they're more than happy to go online and post about it. Like, okay. Oh, but anything else? That's it. Cool. We will see you guys on the next one.